Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back. And today we're diving into another idea on how to reprogram your brain so that you can be more confident and optimistic and joyous and appreciative, you know, handling the day stressors without freaking out. You know, the first time I saw a video was probably back in 2018, maybe 2019. And it was by Dr. Joe Dispenza. It's one of those motivational videos, but he's being interviewed by Tom Bilyeu on Impact Theory. And he was talking about how we always re and because of the relationships we had in the past, we kind of like we reaffirm our addiction to suffering. We reaffirm our addictions to the negative things in our life so that we can attract more attention. I was just going on a rant with one of my students just about maybe an hour ago. And I was talking about a lot of things such as, you know, it is not up to me to to like to make a career that is negative to make a career that attacks other individuals to make a career that always focuses on the negative such as the different movements that are out there now if there's a pro piece or a pro something that is happening like a meditation retreat or this or that i am absolutely for it but protest to engage in things that are just like that has a lot of vice and anger within them I just don't see anything good coming out of that. And because we have to report, I had to reprogram my brain six years ago and stop teaching myself to be a victim, you know? But the problem is the first, you know, my brain was already programmed due to the three years prior, 2013 and 2016, before when I started making the podcast. See, even in 2016, the entire year, it was still pretty difficult for me different ins and outs that happened in 2017, but things began to look a little bit better. 2018 was probably the same as 2017. If not, yeah, well, yeah, definitely the same as 2017. But then 2019, I started taking control. I had to reprogram everything. See, a lot of you have a program by your teachers, your peer groups, your brothers, your sisters, the culture you live in at large, you know, what you went through, you know, in life, whether you were punished or rewarded. Maybe you were acknowledged and appreciated, seen or not seen. You know, you were given and fed these values by other people, right? The situations in our life. And you were taught to think in a certain way. Like me, I was taught to, hey, you're black. That's what I was taught. That's what society taught me until I almost got fired from a job in Australia for referring to myself as black. You know, and to be honest with you, whether this teaching is conscious or unconscious, there it is. Our brain ultimately just runs on that autopilot all day. The ideas, the thoughts, it's just generations of feelings and us reacting to the acting to things. And we just don't have any control over them. You know, we're programmed by our genetics. That personality was programmed. That reality was programmed. So becoming more consciously aware of how you react to things is the probable way and the first step to grander openings, like having obviously a better awareness, a greater level of thinking and how we operate in the world, whether or not these things are serving us or not, that conscious and self-awareness is what you need to journal every day. It really is. Over the last probably three days, I felt incredibly well and so level-headed. 
and vibrant. Although I woke up last night uh, because the day before that was the best energy day I had all year, best sleep I had all year. And so two days ago, I was on top. I was on such a high. I was on cloud nine. Woke up yesterday. I was very, uh, very tired. Got an email from a guy, which I totally understand. But after getting this email, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to allow this email to dictate my day. It is, I wouldn't say it's a sunk cost. It's me building my website and I should have like catered to it. And then, you know, now it's kind of like a little bit of a weird and odd situation. And I'm just like, okay, Arsenio, well, got to do what you got to do. Let's hurry up. Let's start nipping away at this price. Let's start building everything up. And then after that, let's hope that this is a fully functional, you know, functional website and then go from there, you know, but sometimes when, you know, negative feelings and things do jump into our email box or messages that we receive. Hey, we just let those things just dictate our day, right? So I have to journal and I had to journal, even though yesterday I was tired, even though yesterday I had to go to the hospital to get another checkup, even though yesterday, um, I've, oh, for my work permit, of course, even though yesterday, you know, I went to, and, and you know, I was going to give up on buying fish, but until I found two magnificent individuals who taught me so much before coming back home and putting these new fish in the tanks and having a, t you know, being able to teach at night and being very tired while I was teaching and then end up, you know, having a wonderful sleep and having my energy back again today. I have to journal about these things, you know? you know, the, the feelings, the goals be more intentional in the next situations of life. And I'm going to tell you how you can react to these things or not, not react to these things, but be more proactive in that approach. One conscious assumption. I'm sorry, conscious consumption. You know, not only are we shown how to think and behave, but we're actively doing this every day. And we have underestimated how our life has been directed and controlled on what we read in newspapers, in the news, podcasts, YouTube videos, media, video games, social media in general. And a lot of people always say what goes around comes around. No, to be honest with you, and like garbage in, garbage out. That's what uh, Les Brown has said a while back. But the thing is, what comes in tends to stick around. It's not garbage in, garbage out. It's literally garbage in, brain wire, then garbage out, creating a circuit that is difficult to break. You know, it's watching those positive shows and listening to those positive podcasts and those, those educational things that help build us rather than the things that actually hurt us. Another one is reflection, debrief time in life. That's what you need. Maybe you did something that you didn't want to do and you're ashamed of it. And, you know, you thought you could have done better. Well, you can debrief and walk it through your mind again to try and improve. You're not doing this from self-hatred, but because you really and truly want to improve. You know, there are some things that I've done in regards to my classes. And I used to always be that person where I just teach and forget about what happens. I don't take any notes. I just don't do this or do that. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to do anything towards the end of the day, especially if I have six to eight hours of teaching. 
Instead, you know, I'd like to sit down and capture some of those moments on how the lessons went. What could have done? What could I have done better? How could I have prepared better? What decisions do I need to make now? Review them, put in a plan. That's me rethinking and capturing those to do's and reflecting on the day, then obviously figuring out a plan, setting deadlines and reminders, you know, and that's how I become more conscious about the reflection. I teach my brain to obviously pay attention more, especially, and it's not just about self, self-awareness. I preach about that so much. It's more about learning to master that attention. And you notice those little details and you have follow-up points. And reflection is one of the most powerful tools for presence, noticing those details. Think how things go, those performances. You know, if we can improve how we show up, everything changes, right? Have you ever watched an NFL player or have you ever known an NFL player or any player for that matter or any team for that matter that doesn't watch tape? Will they keep showing up the next game doing the same things with no analysis of the previous performances they had? This is how historically bad teams in any, in, in any realm of sports have always been there because they just don't have that conscious awareness to review and to debrief and say, whoa, what did we do? We need to figure something out. So by teaching your brain to be more intentional, hey, that's going to make all the difference in the world. But guess what? Sometimes your attention is stolen from you. And that's why the next one is intention. You know, and if we look at this, the more we sit down and determine what we're going to think and say and do and feel in advance, we could ultimately show up with that, like with that intent, like being the captain of your wheel rather than reacting. We end up having that higher level of thinking, more consistent in what we feel, say, act, do, behave. It's about being in the driver's seat and setting those intentions. You're more likely in that moment to be driven by that decision instead of an unconscious behavior, such as what I have been talking about with the chariot. So, you know, it's like saying to yourself, okay, tonight, if I go somewhere, I'm going to stretch myself to learn about other people. I'm going to have a positive influence in this room to be entertained, to have a good time, to push myself, to meet new, some new people. This is one of the things I always fill out in my morning mindset. What is one challenge I could take that could push me? Don't you think you'll act differently if you actually set that intention beforehand? Those unconscious preferences, all right? They don't get the rule tonight. And what is that? Well, let me give you another example. I went to the market yesterday, but I went there with a plan. I had an intent. The last time I went there was a disaster. This time I went there with an intent. I was walking around and in the first five minutes, I was walking through this hot ass area and I was like, this can't be the only fish in this market. I'm gonna walk a little bit over here. I went through another area where obviously I walked past, well, I didn't walk past, but I went through this little area where, um, you know, some of the places I had bought stuff from and I'm just like, man, these guys are assholes. But guess what? Because I didn't want that unconscious behavior of what, giving up and just being angry at the world take over. I said, I'm gonna be a little bit more curious. I set the intention. Let me go venture a little bit more. I ended up meeting the most amazing freshwater fish place to a couple amazing people. The guy spoke English. Kept on walking. And I ended up coming across uh, the, the place. It was very difficult to find. 
And, but he's like, okay, this soy and this zone and this number. And I'm like, oh my God. So I finally found the place that I saw on Facebook and I found so many other beautiful and clean saltwater fish places. And I'm like, oh my God, if, I, if that unconscious behavior of just giving up, just gave up at that time, I wouldn't be here right now. I walk into another place. I saw a coral. I started speaking to this Thai guy. He didn't speak too much. He said, come on over here in Thai. And then there was a, of course, guy there. Hey, how can I help you? I said, oh God, thank God you speak English. Man, he taught me more in 15 minutes than I learned about saltwater fish tanks in general. The most amazing recommendations to saying, oh, nope. Or saying, yeah, you don't even need to buy this bacteria killer. No, you need, you don't need to buy this. You don't need to buy that. You need to buy a chiller. You got to get a chiller. That's not, you can't run from it. Can't run from it. Can't run from it. I'm like, oh my God. He's like, first you got to make a decision. Are you going to get a bigger tank? Yes. Okay. Well, don't buy a chiller for the tank that you have right now. And we went back and forth and I told my girlfriend about it. And I just thought, man, that was an amazing day. Why? Because I set a different intention. Learning intentions in advance and mastering them is going to ultimately influence you in different ways and, and influence the people around you. See, I could have showed up as that, oh, you know, well, nothing's going right. Can't buy anything here. All their plants are gone. Somebody bought these. This guy sucks. Oh, my God. But then I said, I would not allow my, that unconscious behavior to take over. I'm going to venture a little bit more. Although the time was ticking, did not care. And by doing that, I found four amazing places that I wish I had found before to buy fish from before, based on, of course, all the other clowns that, you know, I've had to deal with in the past. See? And the last idea, the more, the better life, the more joy, the more success, the more health that you have in your life, well, guess what? You got to focus on your peers, getting around the right people so that they can teach you like the guy taught me, you know? And maybe you're viewing yourself as too small, but maybe they view you as something way bigger. They can cheer you on, open up doors maybe, challenge you to be more confident and bold. Those who love personal development, better life for themselves, brands, teams, businesses, this is what you fit into. When you're around them, you start thinking higher level. You're more of a visionary, intentional, future-minded, rather than being stuck reactive and stuck in the past and scared. And then you're going to ultimately end up thinking about your future again. A good life is in front of you, people. Use those relationships in a way that you grow to get better. And with that being said, people, time to journal over and out.